Hello and welcome back to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets. Another bonus episode going over some hockey gambling strategy in general. I'm going to start it off with going over same game parlays. I mentioned I'd go over this in a little bit more detail. Now, there is, I I think the first thing I I will say about this whole thing is it's probably not EV positive over the long test of time to bet on these. Are they fun? Yes. Will I do them when I go to a game? Sure. I mean, it's going to make things way more interesting, but this is not a strategy that should come out profitable over the test of time. There's reasons why. Now, number one is that anytime you parlay anything together, you're automatically losing expected value. Um, especially when you're talking about uncorrelated events. Now where same game parlay is coming to the mix is you can actually correlate things together in order to kind of build a game script. Think about it like a showdown slate, as I talked about before, where you're kind of building the game script that you like, which you can do with same game parlays, but you're paying a pretty high tax, if you will. Um, Around 18 to 22% is sort of what I've calculated and even higher depending on what you're putting together. So if you say, I think, uh, Miko Rantanen and McKinnon are going to score. I know this is supposed to be kind of the test of time, but they should be in Colorado for quite some time. Um, and then you say Colorado over three and a half, you're kind of going to get very bad odds on that three and a half. They're not going to put it in there. Like you're just betting them to score over three and a half goals, um, which is just going to add this unnecessary variance into the mix. I would say that, you know, you can, you can play around with these mess around, have fun with them definitely take advantage of when they say, Hey, we're going to give you a free same, same game parlay. Um, as long as you, you know, pay $10 and then we'll give you another one. Like those are fine. You know, take, take two stabs at it for, you know, $10. Those are totally okay to play, but it's just not a strategy that I would suggest to say, I'm going to play, I'm going to bet on hockey every day. And I want to come out X amount of units ahead. This is never going to get you there. Um, you may hit, a gold mine, you know, one in every 60, but I don't think that's a great strategy for betting. And I don't really think there's any reason to do it. Now, on the other hand, I was shopping the books. You can sometimes find things that are same game parlays together in boosted props in um, different entities. And I think that those are definitely worth investigating more. Um, You'll get a player to score and the win you'll get a uh, you know, team to score or team to win and win the first period. Stuff like that is a little bit more interesting when you get the boost, because generally speaking, they're kind of giving it to you at face value. That's really where I would primarily focus on same game parlays, because if you really like it enough and they're boosting it, that kind of just makes it perfect. And on a huge slates, they give you a lot of options. So that's probably the better way of doing it. And you know what I'm like I said, if you want to have fun once in a while, have fun once in a while. But I would not suggest doing this because, like I said, they're they're basically taking the expected value and saying, well, we're taking 18 to 22 percent. Just that is ours now. Um, yeah, that's not great. It's never the math is not going to be in your favor in that capacity. Um, but if you're, if you're very DFS mind centric and focused, you might be able to say, well, I, I think I'm better than you know this percentage at kind of understanding the, the, the way teams are playing and scripting it together. I, I think go for it a little bit here or there, but I only do it as like a test and play more than anything else. And it's fun. I really do think it's fun and it, it, it's, it's a good time. And if that's what you're in for, if you're like, I like to throw $10 down every few nights, absolutely have fun. But if you're in this for the long haul, definitely not EV positive strategy. The second thing I want to go over, which is something I've been very adamant about, very interested in, and there's 
really not no one we can probably in the community think more than dom and i'm going to try to say his last name and i know i've heard it so many times decision um if you haven't if you if you don't subscribe to the athletic please you know do if you do subscribe to the athletic i think his model every day is something i you know it, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice by not just going to his model every day he posts between 10 and 12 going kind of going over some of like what it's telling him to bet and it's you know it is paywalled. I, I definitely can't send it out to anyone because it is paywalled and you don't want to do that to anyone, but he is really good, really smart, very analytically focused. And he was the one that kind of teed me in on this a couple of years back when he posted his how to bet on hockey article. And, uh, you know, it might seem like, well, you're supposed to be the expert, right? But like any reading on this is, is, is doing more than most of the people are. So like every article you read on strategy from a trusted source is like, way more than most people are doing when they're betting uh, on, on things that most people just do it up, you know, gut reactions and things. So definitely check that out is not paywalled. So if you go to the athletic, there's free articles or we just go to uh, Dom's, uh, I think it's at, like Dom at the athletic is his Twitter name. You can find this article and he touched on betting these plus 300 odds. Now the, the basic principle is like, let's say we have uh, 10 games with plus 300 and we bet 100 on all of those games and we get three out of seven. Okay, three times out of seven, the implied odds are you know not exactly that. It's it's a little bit um, a little bit worse, but we say that we're a little bit better than that. Hockey's a little more random. That three out of seven, or three out of ten. I'm sorry, three wins, seven losses. So three out of ten, which is not you know obviously if you're betting ten things, you win three times. You're like man, I must be no. You actually would profit. So hundred dollars plus three hundred, ten times you win three. You would come up with two hundred dollars ahead. Now if you reverse that and you said I am going to bet. 10 games with minus 300, massive favorites, you know, uh, just teams, the Stanley Cup the champ contender against the potential lottery team at, you know, minus 300, easy. It's parlay fodder, as many would call it, but you want to put 300 on it because you're so confident and you win seven of 10, you will lose money. I, I, I don't have the exact, I think it is, you lose like a hundred or $200 or something like that. So that's kind of the basic strategy is that betting 300, and going seven of 10 on massive favorites, you would come out in, in, in the red, but betting a hundred on massive underdogs, you get three wins, you come out of the green. That's the basic theory. And I just did a little bit of math. And so when recording this, if you listen to this way in the future, um, I just did this year, I took the Sabres in Arizona, two of the worst teams in the NHL going into the year. Everyone's like, these are the worst teams, right? This year, and, and these odds I took from Vegas Insider, uh, I pulled all of the ones that were right around th uh, plus 300 because I know that if you shop the books, you could have found it there. Um, so I'm just going to kind of keep everything even with this. This is not a direct payout. Obviously, I'm not going to get those numbers because I wasn't going to crunch them. But the Sabres in games, they had seven games that I found that were right around plus 300. And they were two and five. Arizona had 13 and they were four and nine. That gives you six times that you would have won and 14 times you would have lost. So three wins. So out of what that would have been uh, incredibly profitable. <laughs> I mean, it, it would have, I mean, if you would have been a hundred dollars on every one of those games on the money line. Yeah. You're looking pretty freaking good right now. I mean, it's, that's how it works. And hockey is so random and there's so much variance. And then the hardest part is actually talking yourself into these bets. So I am holding myself accountable. I am going on Twitter and posting that I'm doing it. And right now I've only been doing it for a dollar and I just got legally able to do it. Um, in New York. So if you're in New York and, and uh, this video is coming out right around that time when we got legalized in New York. So if you do this over the long period of time, you should come out profitable. Now, is there 
you know, anything to just throwing the caution to the wind and saying, I'm just going to bet every one of them. That might not be the best way of doing it. It might be worth investigating a little bit into getting some research, getting some, um, you know, some uh, checking the news and notes, making sure there's nothing crazy out there. But, you know, these bets seem to hit uh, a little bit more than they should, if you will. So if you, like I said, if you would have bet all year in, in 2021, 2022, up until the middle of the season, we're right around the all-star break on Arizona and Buffalo, every time they were plus 300 or more or right around there. I mean, you would have had six wins and 14 losses and uh, that's coming out ahead. As I just said, uh, yeah, pretty good. So that is a one theory that you can work with, play with, have fun with, um, and hockey's random. So that's why it works. Uh, if you have any questions about this, the, the one thing I'm working on right now, which I actually talked to Dom and I, I asked him if he ever done this, I am trying to work on the, is it better or like more likely, like what is the, um, I guess, implicit like risk you're taking on by betting the under with it? Because oftentimes what I've noticed and kind of looking through these numbers, it checks out is that the team pulling this upset is generally goalie driven, meaning that the under is disproportionately more likely to hit. So that's another thing I've been working with. I think that that makes sense to many people. It's, but I don't think it's perfect because the problem with it is saying it every single time is that what happens when you get the news that, you know, X goalie is out um, for whatever reason. And now you're taking, you know, you're thinking, well, now maybe this backup just stinks. I'm going to take the over with it. So I don't think it's a perfect science. I think like all things considered, the under is more likely to hit, but I wouldn't just blindly throw it in the mix because it is taking on a lot of risk because you're also, you know, goalies are really uh, uh, very random. So that is bas- the basic theory. I hope this is helpful. I hope you, if you have any questions, you'll reach out to me. I've had people reach out to me. I've had people say like, this is really cool. Like I've never thought about this because most people see, you know, uh, you know, X team, at uh, minus 500 and the other team at plus 310 and you're like i'm not touching that it's like i don't know i maybe it's time to sack up and do it uh, i'm doing it i i am telling everyone i'm doing it i'm posting that i'm doing it and you're gonna see me so follow me at dj underscore mitchell 94 follow along with this theory uh and get in on it if you'd like i think it's actually pretty strong thank you take care and best of luck out there in the betting season that we're in mm-hmm.